Hey everybody, welcome back to this episode of All, All Teens, Teens Everywhere. Everywhere. And on today's episode, we are going to be talking about higher education and what that entails for the up-and-coming senior. Um, so as a recently graduated senior, I have a lot of, I would say, expertise in this region as I, well, I'm a performing artist, so I deal with theater auditions, I deal with music auditions, and things of that nature. So that's part of I would say my perspective on how being a senior has affected like my whole mindset about like applications and writing essays and just preparing myself for different chapters of life. How would the other seniors say their experience was for them? So, sorry, but before we get started, we have some new faces on the podcast and I, would mm. you guys like to introduce yourselves? No. Yes, you would. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm not new. <laughs> I'm Kira. I'm the commissioner for District 2. Uh, I'm Melanie, and I'm commissioner for District 5. And I'm Ricardo. I'm chair of the Youth Commission and also representative of District 1. I'm Miles. I'm the commissioner for District 3. Sorry. And I'm Andre, and I'm the commissioner for District 14. So, um, since you guys just recently graduated, what were your processes when you first started applying to college? Like, how did you think about where you wanted to apply to? Um, so I broke mine down. I went through and like, cause I didn't really know a lot about college when I started doing it. You know, like all of your state schools, obviously, but it, there was a lot of schools other than that. So I looked into um, schools that were like ranked well and like just all of the things that I found that were important. So I went through and talked to my mom and talked to my um, counselor about what I felt was I needed in the school. So I was, I focused on the location of the school, what student life was like. Um, I'm a cheerleader, so I focused on their cheerleading program and narrowed it down based on where my skills fit for that. And then how, what I possibly would want to major in, how their programs fit for that. Um, so when I started like the application process, I felt very prepared because Sorry, my junior year, um, I took a college transition class and we made our own list of safety schools, reach schools, and target schools. And so by like by that time that like applications started getting submitted, like I already knew kind of where I wanted to go. And there was also like a lot of research like uh, Kira said about like what student life is like, their specific programs and stuff like that. Um, <clears throat> so I didn't really know much about college whenever like I entered my senior year. In fact, like most of my uh, time senior year, especially the first semester, was just me like researching colleges because I really had no idea what existed. But as far as like uh, what I would like categorize schools in and like how it narrowed down, um, I guess the three main ones are like my the program, uh, like the engin their engineering program, whether it's good or not, um, the their ranking as far as like how they're accredited, and then like. How they receive like uh, as far as like an, on the national scale, and also like the 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 amount of like financial aid on average that's given by a student. Um, financial aid was really important to me whenever I was uh, considering schools, and then also uh, what the location of, of the school, which ended up not mattering. <laughs> yeah, I would say like Melanie, I also had a, a college preparatory class my junior year. However, I didn't think as much about my school list then. I only had like a big three and I didn't do anything beyond that and that was before I changed the idea of like what I wanted my major to be my senior year and so for me when it came to picking schools I um 
I had my list of good theater schools. I had um, a few safeties. I didn't want to apply in-state because I didn't want to stay where I was at. Um, so I didn't have any state schools, but I did apply to most of the city schools. And then I, what else did I do? And then I applied to a few HBCUs, one, at least the ones that I wanted to go to. And so that was my rhetoric behind it. However, I didn't start planning until, I didn't really start planning until my senior year, so. So how many schools did you guys apply to? <laughs> um, I think I applied to 12 schools. <laughs> I think I applied to like 35. Hello. Yeah, it's complicated. Wait, how'd you do that? Because Common App only like allows... Because I didn't apply via Common oh. App for some of them. Because a lot of them are like conservatories, um, musical theater programs and stuff like that. So I applied technically during my college showcase. I, I think I applied to like 12, 15, around that range. I applied to seven schools. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't want to stress myself out that much. Yeah. How many supplementals did you write? Well, but honestly, I skipped most of the ones that, I, that, they, that they were asking mm -hmm. me to do because I, I didn't care enough. <laughs> okay, so for everybody that isn't Miles, um, <laughs> How did you decide how many you wanted to apply to based on your list? Like, did you narrow down your list or was your list composed of the schools you applied to? Um, for us, since our junior year, they told us like 10 schools was a good number because you'd have like your options. But for me, I narrowed it down to seven because like I didn't want to apply to school that I wasn't willing to go to. Like, I, I wouldn't want to go to UTV, so I didn't apply to UTV because I'm like, I don't even want to go. So. That's like how I started narrowing it down where I'm like, okay, I apply to these seven schools. If I get into them and if I get good money, then I'd go to like any of them. So yeah. Um, the way I did it is like I like as I was like researching like colleges, universities, and I was doing this for like months, just like researching like whether it be like articles, newspaper uh, articles, <laughs> newspapers, uh, YouTube videos, um, websites. I'd just be like, oh, this is a cool one. And then I'd apply at that like that moment. And then I'd probably finish the application like two or three days later. And I'd just be doing that. I'd, yeah, do not recommend. <laughs> Mine was sort of like that. I did, I applied to like, some schools I applied to, I did not like, I like didn't have an interest in going to them, but it was a mix of like, there was one thing I liked about the school and I just like would knock it out. Um, and some of them had like much easier applications. Like there was like, the University of Wyoming wanted like, two sentence supplemental so i applied it was it, when i tell you the supplemental was literally it asked like why do you want to go here and it, in mm. one to two sentences it was great um so i applied there and then i applied like to some schools that i needed like longer ones but it was based on it really came down to when the deadlines were for me because some of them like some schools i didn't apply to or like i ended up waiting i meant to apply to all my schools early action and i didn't because the way the deadlines worked out it like my life conflicted with that so it really came down to when i had time to do applications yeah I, I suffer from that too because like i only found out about like all the california schools oh my god which arguably have like the best like um <coughs> state schools like in the country yeah. i found out about like all of those like all the ucs like a month after the deadline i was like whoa i want to play yeah, here like, uh, since I'm first gen, like, I'm first generation, mm -hmm. I'm, like, I, there's, like, no, like, college culture in my, in my family. And so, like, I found out about them, and I was like, wait a minute, they're, 
not only was their application due like a month ago, but it's proprietary too. Yeah. So I just, yeah, it's unfortunate mm -hmm. for me. Theirs was hard because it was like, that's the thing I think that people who are applying to college should think about is finding out if you have schools that you want to apply to, prioritize finding out what the application entails. Yeah. Because there were some schools that I had to, like I really like, with all of my heart wanted to apply to Stanford and I didn't do it because their application was so, so much longer than I thought it was. It was like five different 50 word supplementals and then a 750 word essay and two 250 word, yeah. it was so mm -hmm. much. And I didn't expect for that. Um, so like the UC one I crammed, I finished it, it was due. I think at midnight their time, which is 2 a.m. here, and I finished it at like 11.56. <laughs> no, yeah, I think like making a spreadsheet with like all like the deadlines for each like college and like early action, like if you're planning to do early action, and like have that deadline set so you know like you can start working on it. Like, well, I think a lot of colleges release like their pumps like in August or something. Mm -hmm. So like by then you know like when you need to submit it so you're ready. So when did you guys start your common app or decided that you wanted to start like doing your college applications? Like how many months in advance? My mom made me. So <laughs> yeah, I'm not a huge essay writer. I'm not a huge fan of writing essays. I don't like supplementals. I don't like creative writing. Um, so my mom made me sit down and start working on it at like the beginning of the summer um, with like a counselor and talking through my essay. And my common app essay, I probably started writing it in like July and finished it about like middle of September um but that one I I edited that one so much more than any of my other essays because it's like every school gets it and on top of the fact that like I feel that I feel like my common app essay was a warm-up to writing supplementals so once I could get like the hang of all of the quirks of writing that essay which took me longer time writing I could crank out a supplemental in like a day mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, so for the so for the uh, listeners who are underclassmen and don't know what Common App is, I feel like we should clarify that it's just it's just a website that acts like the hub for most uh, like university applications in the U.S. And so, like the way it works is that you give Common App all of the, your information, and then they're uh, the big Common App essay, and then you just like apply through their website. Yeah, or you can use Apply Texas. I use Apply Texas because I didn't do like out-of-state schools but it's essentially like the same thing and but it's only for Texas schools like um, I don't think do they have private schools in there too because I don't think Rice is on there it depends but you'll, you'll know mm -hmm. um, but I started my um, my personal um, statement March of my junior year um, yeah. yeah so I was fortunate to have a very solid like college advisor so whenever I uh, started my senior year, uh, I immediately started thinking about, um, well first I like put all my information to Common App and then I immediately started thinking about my, my, common, my common App essay. And so I took like two weeks um, drafting my first uh, version of the essay and then I scratched it all, all off. I, 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 my, my, my college advisor was like, it's too basic. So I, I had to restart. So I took a month, uh, take, uh, do, I took a month um, making another version and then I took like a few more weeks revising that one constantly until I finally finished it. Yeah, and so I really like started submitting my applications kind of late, maybe like before November. Um, but that was just because I took so like so much time on my essay. Mm -hmm. I would say I started working on my common app essays and stuff. Probably I would say March of junior year too. Yeah. However, I scrapped it. <laughs> um, I scrapped it because it was bad. 
And then I started rewriting it during the summer. I finished it probably at around October-ish. Uh, yeah, I finished it in October for sure, because that's when I started applying. Um, wait, what else did you ask? Was that it? Mm -hmm. Okay, okay, yeah, but yeah, that's what that was. So how many people did you have look at your essay, and how many drafts did you have? I had my mom and my school's college advisor. Technically, it was really just my mom because my college advisor didn't do anything. But <laughs> my mom, and then I read it out to the people it was about, and then that was basically all I had. So it was just me and my mom, really. I had my college advisor, who was actually just a family friend because our school's counseling system is god-awful. Mm. Um, so it was a family friend who read it, and then I think I let my dad read it one time, um, but I think that was it. Um, for me, it was my AP research teacher, and then um, my like teacher for college transition, and then my AP seminar teacher because they're like really heavy on like writing, so like they're very picky. So I like when they're picky because like they'll tell me how to do it right, and yeah, that was it. Yeah, so my essay was really personal. Um, it was probably like the most personal uh, and sensitive essay I've ever written. So I only really let let my college advisor read it. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. So you guys mentioned your college advisors. How did they help or quote unquote hurt you in the college process? So I, I can start. So <laughs> <laughs> my, I'd say my college advisor was pretty solid. She, um, she like, she connected us with, uh, with like universities whenever like they would come to our school and give us presentations and information seminars. Um, she'd connect us with scholarships. Um, those were like hit or miss for me. Uh, I'll get into that later. But yeah, um, honestly, like having a college advisor is really, really like, it's 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 really it's a really good idea, but it's definitely like not necessary. Um, I didn't. Well, like we have a lot of college advisors at Soundview, but I didn't go to any of them because I really didn't feel like any sort of connection to them. They like they didn't really know me. So I went to the teachers that actually knew me and that knew my strengths and that would help me like pick a college that they also thought I would like fit in. And um, yeah, it was only like mostly my AP research teacher, so. Mine was more for my essays just as like acting as an editor and whenever I would get stuck just sending it to someone so they could put eyes on it and say something about it that I'd already been staring at it for three hours and couldn't look at it anymore. Um, but when it came to like picking a college, I sort of just like vibe checked it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. Same. My counselor had nothing to do with me picking my with me picking my school, and also I feel like if I would have, because for like for people who do musical theater, like if I would have had a college audition coach, I feel like that would have had a different aspect in like how I picked my colleges that I applied for too, because like when you do an audition, like you are you're applying academically and artistically. So it's kind of different when it comes to that whole process, and I really think that my college, like my, the person at school, really just helped me with my essay, but didn't. They just like cut the parts that weren't good. <laughs> but other than that, like there was no contribution. So really, it didn't do anything for me. I think it's good when college advisors don't like tell you where to apply because, I, like at the end of the day, like you only know yourself. So I, my college advisor told me to apply to like she's like. You need a really small liberal arts school. Like, <laughs> oh is giving very small liberal arts. So she's specific. like, no, you need to go to the north. I was like, I'm going to school in the south. So, yeah. so, so 
I was going to say Okay. <laughs> so scholarships-wise, Ricardo, you were kind of hinting at your yeah. story with some scholarships. So how did you guys manage scholarships, financial aid, <laughs> all that sort? Yeah, so I'll start. So um, honestly, like, not to sound like, like really like, um, like I'm honking my own horn, but I just like, I, I went to senior year like knowing like I'm not going to pay for like my college like whatsoever. And so that's why like my college research was really like heavily dependent on like whether or not the school was known for giving out financial aid. Um, and so uh, ironic to that, I actually didn't apply to a single scholarship, like no third party, like n whenever like my college advisor would yeah, like tell me about a scholarship, I'd be like, okay, that's cool. And then I'd write it in my spreadsheet and then I never applied for it. Um, the, but an even funnier thing is that I actually like ended up, that ended up not mattering. Um, because I was accepted to TCU like on a full ride, so I'm really grateful about that. Um, yes, go frogs. <laughs> yeah, but as far as like scholarship, that kind of the, my my experience with that, I do not recommend doing what I did. Um, I think I got lucky, um, but definitely like out of out of work that I had been doing before, like um, prior to my senior year. Um, if I had to give advice, I know this wasn't part of your question, but I felt like it needed. Um, like know your priorities and then like really like have a conversation with your parents because like I feel like family and money don't always like combine together and at the end of the day like you need to have a conversation with your parents um, especially if you're first gen just like being real with them like hey like I want to go to college this is roughly how much I think it'll cost me based off of my goals and my aspirations like how much can you realistically like uh, contribute Often, oftentimes um, for, especially for first gen students it's like nothing so that's that's a, something you need, you need to accept early on. Yeah, so I'm also first gen, and like my parents have like zero money saved up for me for college, but I didn't really look at how much aid schools gave because I was confident in my like in like getting like merit scholarships, which I did, and I think that a lot of the time like we worry so much about the money that we don't, because I had this conversation with my counselor, because I was literally, I went to her office crying, because I was like, I don't know if I'll be able to afford college, like people say it's so expensive, and like loans, and all this and that, and she was like, look, everyone takes out loans, and everybody can pay them off, but like, you shouldn't, like, well she told me, I don't know if it was like, tone deaf or not, but she just said like, you shouldn't worry about money when you're choosing your college, because you'll like, figure it out, like, there'll be a way for you to figure it out, which I did because I went to her and like after I talked to her, like I made my final decision on, on which college I wanted to go to, but I didn't worry too much about it, but I did at the same time because like it wasn't my priority, but it was in the back of my head when I was like choosing a college, but yeah. Um, mine was, I should have focused more on scholarships and I didn't, um, so I'm still applying to scholarships, um, but I would definitely recommend for um, like people still in high school to apply for scholarships through your school is that's where I got a couple of really big scholarships is because like through your school they're going to be willing to give you more money because you're already a part of the community um, but I got I got a scholarship from my school which definitely like if I hadn't gotten a scholarship I wouldn't be going there because it would have been too expensive um, <clears throat> but yeah third-party scholarships is probably what I'm gonna be leaning on <laughs> I did a lot of scholarships. I, I, got, I applied for so many. But my biggest thing about it was like, I wasn't getting a lot of them because of my financial situation. 
like I wasn't eligible because my family income was yeah like I, I just couldn't qualify and so my family saved money for me to go to college however it would be nice to go to college and have that money to decide to use for other things and so I still apply to them now just like here um, but I realize now that I should probably focus on the talent-based ones because those those yeah. are the ones I usually get um, so like talent-based cultural scholarships stuff like yeah. that um, I would look at churches because churches have so many scholarships available um, local grocery stores Restaurants, um, like, restaurant, like, like especially for like Hispanic students, like the McDonald's Acer scholarship is like huge. It's a lot of money, like a lot of money. So yeah, like I feel like there's a scholarship for everyone too. Like, like you do musical theater, or you do cheer, or like mm -hmm. engineering or anything like that. Like there's scholarships for everything. Everything. Once Even you get into your school, you get the ones too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Even that's true. And, and that's then true. to re reiterate what you said, like even if like even if you commit to a school and you're like. Um, few thousand short off of what you what you wanted to like meet as far as like scholarships like once you're in that school like you said like they're gonna they're gonna come eventually so yeah you shouldn't you shouldn't worry too much mm -hmm. all yeah. right guys lastly before we close off where is everybody going to college and what are you majoring in so so, <laughs> so so like I said before I'm going to Texas Christian University um, and I'm gonna Go Frogs. Yeah, actually, actually just... No school spirit at all. <laughs> go Frogs. <laughs> oh, yeah, go Frogs. Because, like, I just came back from, like, Frog Camp, which is, like, my, my college organization. And, like, like, literally, like, 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 it ended at 5 p.m., and I came here at 6 p.m., and it was an hour drive. It was, there was tons of traffic, and I had three days of just, like, constant school spirit, which I love, but I just, like, I'm, it just drained me. Mm -hmm. But anyway, I'm majoring in engineering, uh, uh, with an emphasis in mechanical, and I hope to um, <clears throat> be in an aerospace firm once I graduate. Um, I'm going to UT Austin, Wickham, and I'm gonna be majoring. <laughs> Don't do that. We're gonna beat you this year, okay? Um, <laughs> and I'm majoring in biology on a pre-med track. Um, I'm going to Tulane University in New Orleans, and I'm going to be a, it's a double major in film studies and digital production. Anyways, zero to 55. Zero Whatever. To um, I'm going to the University of Oklahoma to major in musical theater and economics. Boomer. Boomer. All right, thank you everybody for tuning in, and we hope we ate. Goodbye. <laughs>